Talk Radio, AM 650, KGAB, and online at KGAB.com. Mom and Dad used to argue about everything, especially about Dad's drinking. It drove me crazy. It got so bad, I couldn't do my homework. I couldn't concentrate. I absolutely refused to let any of my friends come to our house for any reason. I would have been humiliated if anyone found out how much my dad drank and how loud my mom screamed at him. My family went from totally crazy to quiet, calm, and even peaceful. The next stop is the only the thing that happened I'm is my mom started going Fox to News. Al-Anon family The relationship with my dad really changed. After it was I asked mom if she would house. take me to her Al-Anon or to Alateen. I wanted to see if I could have a better relationship with my dad. I'm sure glad I did. If someone's drinking, troubling you, you might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon or Alateen family from people just like you. Call one 888 4 al anon or go to al you're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. At the end of August, child tax credit expanded to $3,600 per child and $350 billion for state and local governments, plus $170 billion for school reopening costs. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. It may have passed in the House, but a provision to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour is going nowhere in the Senate. Moments from now, President Biden is expected to make remarks on the American Rescue Bill. It's day three of a conservative conference known as CPAC, where former acting National Intelligence Director Rick Grinnell just spoke. I believe the time has come to limit the terms for our House and Senate leaders. Florida United Senator Marco Rubio will not appear at the event to the today, point. citing so, uh, on Twitter an unexpected family issue. Former President Trump and, uh, will speak tomorrow. You may remember the long that lines that wrapped finished, around coronavirus uh, testing sites, particularly around the holidays. Now, many of those sites are shutting down because of plummeting demand. COVID and testing we'll hit a peak uh, on January 15th, but since then, the average number of daily tests has fallen nearly 30%. Winter weather and vaccines may be factors. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, getting schooled with Abby Hornacek. I just think they looked at the list of the companies that were most heavily shorted and decided to go for those. It's so interesting that this all happened because of a Reddit forum. Also, it just shows the power of the Internet nowadays. You know, it's, it's interesting to look at both sides of the story, too. Obviously, the Redditors really benefited off of this, but the hedge funds, not so much. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. Start your day with a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. A daily morning podcast going far beyond the headlines. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Jessica Tarlov. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. It shouldn't be long before a third coronavirus vaccine starts circulating in the U.S. Johnson & Johnson's single-dose vaccine could be approved by the FDA for emergency use as soon as today. Dr. Johan von Hof is the managing director of J&J's vaccine division. We expect to supply 100 million doses to the U.S. government 
in the first half of 2021. In Canada, the vaccine made by AstraZeneca has been approved. There's not enough as it is, and now an investigation is underway in Tennessee after virus vaccine goes missing. Is it a case of grand theft vaccine? Health officials are short on details, but say a volunteer is believed to have run off with several doses of the COVID vaccine in syringes. Federal law enforcement is now assisting local police in Tennessee's Shelby County, which includes the city of Memphis. That community has struggled with vaccination efforts so far. Previously, the county wasted about 2,400 doses. They chalked that up to miscommunication. Tom Graham, Fox News. Tensions are rising over disputed lands in the East China Sea. Japan and China both claim the Senkaku Islands, 30 nautical miles offshore Okinawa, as theirs. There have been squabbles around the islands before, but Stars and Stripes reports Japan has now authorized its Coast Guard to fire on foreign vessels that try to land on the islands. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby has urged China to avoid actions using their Coast Guard vessels that could lead to miscalculation. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. Lady Gaga has reason to sing. Police in Los Angeles say two of the pop stars' French bulldogs that were stolen earlier this week have been returned unharmed. The animals were snatched during a violent robbery that left the performer's dog walker with a gunshot wound. The sudden been caught. Pam Puso, Fox News. like a lot of wins. You're right. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 228-21. Your day weather forecast is provided by Four Corners Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corners Siding can help protect your home. It'll be a cold weekend of weather here around Cheyenne, the region for this Saturday. Cold and gusty northwest winds as well, 15 to 30. A few gusts to 40 or 45. We'll be looking at daytime highs, just upper 20s and lower 30s. Nighttime lows near 10. A few snow showers through the morning. Sunday, not as windy. Highs 30s. 40s for highs Monday. 40s to lower 50s for highs Tuesday and Wednesday.
Good morning, good morning, Nick the Motor Guy. Back here on KGAB with another edition of Cargab on a snowy, grey, fairly miserable day here in Cheyenne. But we'll try and uh, sparkle it up. Um, well, the folks that are in the studio with me will. I'll just do my usual thing. But I'm really, 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 really proud to have with me today a couple of folks from LCCC. As any of uh, you who have listened for a while, you know I've kind of beaten the drum of trades and the concern of getting youngsters and people involved in the trades. And when I when I talk trades, as ever, of course, I'm biased towards the mechanical side. Uh, can't think why. Uh, but that covers mechanical, it covers HVAC, plumbing, electrical. And the piece that we're going to talk about today, and I kind of gave a little bit of a teaser last week, and that is truck driving. And with me today from L Trip is Penny Fletcher and Mike Geisler. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Thanks for what you are doing. And we'll get deeper into that over the next hour or so. Or if you want to hang out longer, you are always welcome. Um, I may then ask questions about uh, how you got where you got, but we're probably going to get there anyway. Um, which one of you'd like to kind of take a lead on? It's going to be Mike. <laughs> I guess I don't have a choice. <laughs> this is the quietest Penny's been in all the time I've been around her. We'll get her talking here in a minute. Um, but Mike, you have got a background um, from truck driving and some quite a bit of military background as well. And your position at LCCC in this in this uh, new new class, I guess, uh, is what and, and what were the thoughts behind it? So the program, the CDL program, I'm the coordinator for it and Penny is my boss and she basically tells me what I can and cannot do. <laughs> Not true. Not true. <laughs> anyway, I, I feel really blessed working there because um, I feel like I do bring uh, good knowledge and background to the school and I throw things at her and at, at Mary Ellen, who's our boss, amazing lady. And, amazing uh, lady. Mary, and Ellen, Mary Ellen and I go back quite a long ways. And uh, basically, uh, they've given me a, the support I need to put this thing together, and we're just plowing through it and trying to stand up the program. And I'm proud to say that we are at the point where now we are going to be starting a class uh, uh, in a week Mon from this coming Monday. Great. I, I got to come out and see you, and folks, we're working on some videos which will be on the Cargab uh, Facebook page here in the next, hopefully in the next week, um, to kind of give you an idea of some of the things they're doing out there, particularly with regards to a simulator, and uh, Mike did let me loosen that. Um, it was amazingly, amazingly good. What was the... I, Obviously, you've got companies all around the country screaming for drivers. Uh, what was the uh, need locally that you guys were hearing that sort of precipitated um, LCCC investing an awful lot of money? I mean, it, this is not a cheap endeavor, what you guys are doing, and I greatly appreciate it. I think everybody who's listening to the show, everybody in Cheyenne and Laramie County in the area, should greatly appreciate what the investment that's being made in this. But what precipitates that? Well, I know that uh, LTRIP has been looking at a CDL program for years prior to me even coming on board. And 
In August of 2019, President Schaefer, the president of the college, and Governor Gordon had a conversation. And after that conversation, uh, he decided that CDL needed to be a higher priority. And Mary Ellen is the Dean of Outreach and Workforce Development, which is the non-credit side, and that was a natural place to try to get the program started. So we're very excited about it. Absolutely. And it's aimed more initially at local driving rather than over-the-road cross-country. Is that correct? That is correct, because the equipment that we're purchasing is not the traditional box van that you see going down the road or the interstates. We're looking more to mimic what the industry has here, which are belly dumps and flatbeds, something along that line. I think it's going to be more realistic to what the students will end up getting into getting into at least initially right getting getting the the toe in the water as it were exactly uh do you have companies who are coming to you and saying yes we need this and uh if people join this class we we're ready for them absolutely one of the things that we've done to prepare for this program is we've um put together an industry focus group. So we have everything from towing companies to construction companies to trucking companies, and they've told us what they want in the program. They've told us what isn't a high priority in the program, and they've also told us they want to interview the students once they finish, because they all need workers. They all need workers. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that outreach you're doing. That That is great, and it's, it's wonderful to hear um, sorry, I, 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 LCCC is very good at this, but typically a lot of educational establishments are not as good at actually listening to some of the companies who are taking the students. It's one of the things I always loved about the automotive program out there is they reach out to us as shop owners and say, okay, what, what we're producing is it what you need? Uh, so thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. That is, is tremendous. Um, a lot of the program is basic basic stuff initially and you've got a couple of different ways of getting involved in it is that right that's correct yeah so we are actually offering a five-week course which includes one week of basically four days of the first week is classroom training and we're not teaching the test we're literally tearing um, the DOT requirements apart and make sure that the students when they are in our classroom setting fully understand what it's like to get a permit. So after the four days of classroom, um, we send them to the motor vehicle department where they obtain and uh, take the CDL test, which is a computer-based test. Mm -hmm. And um, we really push the curriculum um, to make sure that they understand every aspect of what is in the book and what is required of them and what the standard is, the DOT requirements. And you signed up for a specific curriculum, which is kind of a, a national standard, didn't you? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. It's based on the AMVA standards, American Motor Vehicle, oh gosh. That's, that's yeah. fine. But it, I just know AMVA. American <laughs> Motor Carrier, sorry about that. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on, yeah. but I, I wanted to make the point that this isn't something that just got thought up in Cheyenne. Oh, no. That you guys have really gone out with it, I mean, both from the curriculum standpoint, you're using a nationally recognized system. Yes. Uh, you've gone to, with the simulator, I, re remarkably um, realistic, considering you're sitting in a in a room with computer screens around you. And I, I, I know, Mike, we talked to you, you said you, you could spend a lot more money, but Penny told you no. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Probably Mary Ellen told you, though, I'm guessing. But anyway, I'm just kidding. But I, I was, for what would you, you would describe to me as a relatively entry-level simulator. It, it was remarkably realistic. And I haven't sat in the truck seat in over 30 years, mm-hmm. um, which showed. But I, it was... I, I really felt that anybody who was getting in there would immediately get the feeling you, you could you could feel the weight of the truck. You could feel what it was doing. It was actually, I think, better in a way than the training I got initially 30-plus uh, years ago. I guess 30, you know, a long time ago anyway. Um, that was just an empty flatbed. Right. And the first time I ever drove a, a, a loaded box truck, I, it, it was a bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, this simulator has the capability to be basically a groundbreaking tool for individuals who have not been behind the, the wheel of a big truck. Yep. Uh, it really breaks it down into the simple things. We got a, a realistic dashboard in front of them. We yep. got the stick stick shift lever. Yeah, manual transmission. Manual transmission. We have the option to train in an automatic transmission. Um, what we are actually going to teach is the manual transmission. Which is great. Because once you have a CDL with a manual transmission, you can drive an automatic but if you get an automatic you can't drive a, a manual transmission uh, for good reason for yeah very good reason yeah uh, the other thing is we have the option to do 10 13 or 18 speed transmissions yeah uh, when we when we practice that we our truck actually is a 10 speed uh, manual transmission so that's what we're going to train on primarily however if there are industries out there or companies that want to train differently with a 13 or 18 speed we can absolutely set that up which which is absolutely fantastic and of course talking about the truck you just took delivery of the kenworth t680 2016 it is a beauty it, it is. is clean it's oh my gosh it's, <laughs> it's gonna look good going down the road that's wonderful and uh, that it's gonna it's gonna be uh running a lot yes we're gonna see that around this area i'm assuming you're gonna have l triple c on the on the side of the side of the truck yes uh, yeah advertising absolutely <laughs> it's a good billboard right while training we're advertising yeah yes. absolutely um Stu, so when when's the first class the first class is going to start march 8th wow you got a week and a bit yes yes excited very <laughs> how many people that one's going to have nine nine and then we're going to start an evening class uh, that is starting March 30th. It's a oh. Tuesday, I believe, yes. yes. And so the evening class will... So this is a five-week course, five days a week? No, the evening class will be Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Okay. And then all day Saturday from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. All right. Yeah. And that's going to go about 12 weeks, just yeah. because we don't have... We just can't get those individuals. And most likely... The individuals that will be applying for the evening courses will have a daytime job. Yep. And, you know, if you keep everything in mind, safety is obviously number one. Yep. You can't push people to work six days a week working an eight-hour job plus another four hours of training, five yep. days a week, and then another full day on Saturday. That's a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. I remember doing that when I was out at Cheyenne Aerotech. I worked six days a week and eight hours a day at Shad Aerotech yeah. Monday through Friday and it was tough actually I, that was when I first went to LCCC long, again a long time ago um, so we'll have an, a day course an evening course the day course is going to be five weeks correct when somebody so somebody could come and do this completely green 
age limits uh, obviously apply because of the CDL. Correct. What are those? No, eighteen. If they're going to, if they are eighteen, they have to do inter intrastate, which means they can only drive within the state of Wyoming. Yep. Uh, Twenty-one, you can go interstate, which can any, anywhere in the United States, Mexico, and Canada. So you're you're able to prepare prepare them after five weeks at least give them the basic tools as we all know even back from our initial getting our initial driver's license you're doing a lot more training i wish we gave more trained people on both car and motorcycle rather than what we do now but even when you go through a lot of training really you start to learn once you actually are driving exactly you've got to get seat time yeah got to get in there and do it Talking of seat time, between simulator time and time in the Kenworth, what are you expecting a typical student to spend um, in practical use? So the way we're scheduling it right now is once they're done with the first four days and taking the test on the fifth day and obtain their permit, then we go into a classroom portion, which includes the simulator. Yep. And um, the simulator will be also hands-on with the truck itself and really a hard focus on pre-trip inspections. Great. Because from what I understand and we've observed, uh, that's where most of the failures happen. If they can't pass the um, pre-trip inspection, then they can't move on to the practical test, and the driving, and the backing skills. Great. So that's huge. And, you know, it's not just to pass the test. It, it's a critical point. you got to make sure that your truck is in it's gotta good make sure the thing's safe. Yeah. Right. Uh, and also by doing that, understand having, and I did a show, I don't know, about a month ago based on what I call mechanical sympathy or just understanding that a different noise or a different feel is something you need to look at. And that's m even more, much more the case yeah. in what you guys are doing. And that's. Well, the thing is, a lot of companies or owner operators, they know their truck. Yeah. They're absolutely. in it on a daily basis. Yep. Are they going to take shortcuts? Maybe. I'm not going to speak on their behalf. But if you're in the same rig day after day after day, like you indicated, you understand if there's a different noise, something's starting to shake or shim a little bit, mm -hmm. you understand that something's up because it's out of the norm. But if you're in a slip seat and you're constantly in a different truck, yep. then it is very, very important that you do a thorough pre-trip inspection. That That's the key. And truly understand the mechanics of what you're sitting in. Right. Uh, and I think that's something which we fail of our youngsters in just the regular driving test is they, they barely know where to put the gas in. Yeah. Um, they, and that's that's always been a concern. I've, I've gone out and helped with a couple of classes out of Triple C and just brought chunks of metal in and gone, okay, this is what happens if you ignore yeah. this. Exactly. Um, so I, that's the incredibly important part. And again, I think in my opinion, it always makes you a better driver. I, I hope you agree. Yes. If you understand what, at least the basics, and hopefully a little bit beyond that, of what you're actually doing, mm -hmm. rather than just, yes, fuel, fuel goes in here, I turn this round thing, and it goes side to side, and right. um, press the gas. Now, obviously, the fact that you are training on a manual transmission, I, um, I'm thrilled. So the nice thing about this particular simulator, we have options, what we call, it's called, the program's called Shift Pro. You basically put the individual behind the a steering wheel, make them buckle in because the steering wheel, nice thing is we can put a scene, we can overlay the shift pattern onto the screen in front of the student, mm -hmm. and then we can coach them, okay, from first, go to second, second to third, third, fourth to fifth, now flip it to high, now, go into yeah. high range, and then we can do that until they understand the lower range gears, and then we do the mid-range gears, yep. then we do the higher range gears, and then we do the downshifting. And once they have that and they feel comfortable, 
knowing how where to shift pat what how the shift pattern is set up then we switch over to double clutching we introduce right. the double clutch portion of it not just shifting the, the gear shift and once they have to double clutch with that down then we can go to the uh, simulated uh, driving range where yep. we we can't hurt anything obviously right it's all virtual <laughs> uh, we can curb it hopefully we won't curb it but this is where it's going to get identified because people don't uh, understand the length of these yeah uh, absolutely trailers. and everybody that has mostly everybody that has not driven a trailer before when we put them behind the seat just to let them take it for a spin they end up taking out stop signs <laughs> and I, avoid, on the I avoided that <laughs> just because they they're used to a car to jump yeah, right away absolutely but you have to go further and this is such a valuable tool because the it, simulator uh, situational we can stop to sit the, the scenario and do a bird's eye view and look down yep. and do a critique as a bird would look down and see hey okay the trailer's now lined up in such a way that if you continue down that road you're going to hit something you need to go further into the intersection before you start it and really get an idea of yeah. the angles yeah no, it, it's, it's brilliant it really is we have a couple of calls holding so i'm going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and take some calls here we'll be right back am 650 kgab and yet they did. Whether you're looking for the ultimate adrenaline rush or a heavy-duty utility machine, the 2021 CF Motos are arriving at Cheyenne Motorsports. With a new machine from CF Moto, the price of fun is surprisingly low because all the features you need come standard, like power steering, custom paint, and a powerful winch, all at a price you won't believe. Log on to CheyenneMotorsports.com or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 1967. Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gab. I've got Mike Geisler and Penny Fletcher from LCCC, the new CDL program. Um, if you'd like to join this morning, I know that they love to talk about this program. Um, they're both incredibly enthusiastic about it. So please, please give us calls. 632-6500-632-3323. And for those listening out of the area or on KGAB.com, we've got one 503 Let's go to line one. Good morning on CarGap. Uh, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. How are you today? I'm, I'm good. I was wondering if uh, you guys could discuss double clutching versus floating of the gears. There's been a debate about that for years among truckers, and I just wanted to know what uh, what your thoughts were on that, and, and I'll hang up and, and let you talk about that if you would okay we will do what i may do is actually leave mike to do that after we do get to the bottom of the hour news uh, just because that's going to take more than a couple of minutes but we will i'll make sure we get to that okay okay thank you so much thanks for your call let's jump to line two good morning you're on car gap hey buddy 
Hey, Jeremy. You wouldn't well, know. How are you? you wouldn't know anything about truck driving, would you? You know what, man? I was thinking this sounds like a neat idea here that they're doing at L Triple C, and boy, have I got a deal for them. <laughs> I can teach you all kinds of things about driving trucks here. Yes, okay? you probably can. In fact, you're probably doing it I right now, teach, aren't you? Uh, yeah, and it's a little snowy, but it's not too bad. I can teach you how to properly roll your cigarettes up in your t-shirt sleeve. <laughs> Yo, this is unhelpful, Jeremy. I can teach Jeremy. you how to put that right crease right in the center of your baseball cap. <laughs> nice. I even know what belt loop to hook your wallet chain onto. D you do. Okay. You know, I've always found your intelligence I mean, level just so amazing, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> So I could be a professor here. You know what I mean? Uh, we are hiring. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I, professor Jeremy Royer. That is scary just to say it. Right. You know, isn't, it, it, isn't that bad? Yeah. When I when I walk into anyway. any educational establishment, I feel a little bit like the devil walking into a church. I expect lightning bolts. And I think you're similar. Uh, yes. In fact, <laughs> even teachers that don't know me still glare at me. Doesn't matter. Even on, even on parent-teacher day with the kids in school now. It's terrible. You know, yeah, know. and you got out of school a long a time ago. reputation. <laughs> you have a reputation, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good idea. Congratulations, you guys. Uh, Nick, thanks for having them on. Um, well, I, it's I, snowy, I, and you need to go to the bottom of the hour, so... Uh, yeah, well, you take care. Be careful out there, and uh, we'll see you soon. We're just going to pass some gas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jeremy calls in fairly frequently. He's a local musician, superb bass player, and a truck driver for one of our local gasoline companies. Nice. So uh, I, I, he actually knew you were coming on. He's a good friend. So we've been talking uh, talking about it, but I knew he would come up with some other angle because that's what Jeremy does. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to the bottom of the hour news, folks. Uh, we will be right back here on AM650 KGAB. Human Services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice, one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Ernie Else encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunt. Just wanted to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. 
Your day weather forecast is provided by Four Corners Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corners Siding can help protect your home. It'll be a cold weekend of weather here around Cheyenne, the region, for this Saturday. Cold and gusty northwest winds as well, 15 to 30. Few gusts to 40 or 45. We'll be looking at daytime highs, just upper 20s and lower 30s. Nighttime lows near 10. Few snow showers through the morning. Sunday, not as windy. Highs 30s, 40s for highs Monday. 40s to lower 50s for highs Tuesday and Wednesday. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council Nick the Motor Guy back here on AM650 KGAB with Mike and Betty from LCCC, the new CDL program. We've got lots and lots to talk about. We'd love to take your calls as well. 632 6500, 632 3323, 888 503 6500 for you folks listening out of the area. We will get to the um, question that uh, the one gentleman called about, uh, and I'll let you run with that one, Mike. Okay. I'm going to take this call first because this gentleman or lady, this person has been uh, holding patiently. Good morning. You're on Car Gap. Yeah, good morning, Nick. This is Jim. Hello, Jim. How are you? I'm doing good. I was in the industry for about 25 years. I had to quit because of some health problems. I couldn't get my medical ticket anymore. But one thing I noticed in the industry coming for a long time were the uh, people coming out of these schools could not back a vehicle proficiently. Yep. Um, and that is a big problem. And you're talking about sending these people into industries like, uh, well, you said they'll be pulling belly dumps. They're going to be hitting pavers, backing into paving equipment. Um, man, you got to stress that backing, those backing skills. That is when, time. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it was actually when I went out to the simulator 
Uh, it was one of the things that I was most interested in to see how good the simulator was um, uh, backing, having, as I said, at one point driven, driven around France um, and Britain, uh, delivering into some very, very tight areas and backing into places I never thought I could get something into. And it was right. one of the biggest problems I had when I came out of truck driver training in the, in the late 80s was once you actually started to back a loaded truck, the darn thing doesn't turn. <laughs> no, it does, they, they do a lot of different things, and that's another thing, uh, not being under a load. Yeah, not being under uh, a load, absolutely. They, they didn't know how to handle a truck with that's weighing 80,000 gross. Yeah, it, it's a, it was a heck of a shock. I got it. Um, and if, if, you're in the if you're going into the construction industry, you could be running trucks at 100,000 pounds plus. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to let Mike answer that now. I just, what, because I, I know it's a big focus for you, Mike, because we talked about it. That's true. I've mm -hmm. heard that from many uh, individuals, and uh, when I was teaching prior to taking this position here, that's the same results we had. Um, and like, I think backing goes in line with the pre-trip inspections. We need to spoke, focus a lot of time on that. So the nice feature about this particular simulator that we have, it has actually. Uh, we have the capability to put a day cab on the on the on the simulator, a sleeper cab. We can put a 28 foot pup, uh, 45, 48, 53 foot trailer, just to, whatever your specific need is for your particular company. And then how our, much the, the the simulator sounds great, it really does. But how much practical are they going to get? Because I just don't believe. You're going to come out of there with simulator training and be able to do the job. Well, don't get me wrong. We're not going to focus just primarily on the simulator. The simulator is primarily there to to break the ice and introduce them to how the trailer responds as you steer the wheels because it is so realistic. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, a lot of the simulators out there that people are familiar with, they only have three screens, and we have five screens, actually six with the instructor screen. Yeah. And um, because it's totally surrounded, you are immersed in the scene totally yeah. so when you look in the mirror and that mirror and uh, you're backing up that trailer is responding the way you are steering it is very very realistic and, and having done this uh before i was amazed absolutely amazed how realistic it was the only piece that i found difficult to judge in the simulator was the mirror is not as realistic when you're trying to look at the back corner of what you're going trying to reverse into versus where the trailer is but that was the only time when i was i felt like i was outside reality that's true. um oh. it, it was it was remarkable um but with interesting the, all right well i'll let you guys go just one quick thought on the uh the floating versus double clutching if you got into one of my trucks you better not touch that clutch <laughs> I, I, you're starting I, or stopping that's it I, don't I, touch the clutch you're, you're right however in order for the students to get their CDL they have to pass the test double clutching so our hands I know are tied. It's, it's ridiculous I, I gotta be honest with you I grandfathered out all that the testing I had a class A license way before they come out with the CDLs right um so i've never had to take that silly thing but i've watched them do it and frankly i stand there and laugh at them most of the time. <laughs> right. yeah well unfortunately you get so uh, you you get people sometimes involved who don't totally understand but one of the great things about what l triple c's try to do is that they are going to do it the way that um employers initially are going to expect it to be done 
which is important well, for the employee. That's important. That's important because a lot of these people that were coming out when I was in the industry, mainly through the '90s and through 2010, yeah, they, uh, they they were almost useless. Right, and that trips. And I hated to say it, but they were almost useless. Right. So yeah. just keep in mind, again, this is an entry-level course that we're teaching. Yeah. And uh, if you look at the traditional truck school out there, they just want to get uh, the students to pass and hopefully get hired on somewhere. And maybe uh, it is a business, obviously. It's a profit. Uh, it's for, a full-profit well, business. For-profit business. And uh, some uh, some schools, I'm not going to indicate which ones or anything, but it just it's a rotating door yeah in and out yeah. i feel because we are part of the community and the people that are going to be applying with us are going to remain in the community we want to give them that extra so speaking about the the slip um slip clutch and uh, double clutching uh, i i see your point i totally agree because uh, i i don't use the clutch um it's easier almost not I mean, it is easier not using the clutch once right. you understand well, the RPMs you, yeah, and, and then you can get 150 200,000 miles out of a clutch right so Absolutely. the thing is what we need to do though and we got to keep it realistic because our hands are tied the feds are in this and I don't mean it in a negative way but they set the standard we need to teach double clutching but we want to also set a couple of days aside where we're going to introduce them to just slip shifting well it, it, yeah. I'm not saying it hurts to know it because there's times especially if you're off road um, you know, and you're really binding that truck down, trying to get a, a load moving. Mm -hmm. You need to use the clutch. You'll, yeah, you'll, you'll tear yes. something up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, most of the time, just going down the road. Yeah, you don't the need easiest it. Easiest way to drive. Absolutely. Well, we hear that, and then we, right. we also hear uh, stories along the line for flatbeds, load securements, and things like that. We have not developed the course on that, but it's in the crosshairs. We're looking at possibly offering that maybe towards the fall where we have a flatbed online and we're going to dig deep and make sure that individuals that get into the flatbed industry Not know how to securely uh, thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh that's important too I've, yeah. I've put a lot of miles on flatbeds me too and uh <laughs> i've had loads shift and i was very careful about securing and then yeah. <laughs> so that's that a, will uh, that'll put a few gray hairs on your head yes it will oh oh no hair at all yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks a lot, guys. It was good talking to you. I hope this course really comes through. Did you say you were hiring? We're looking for part-time instructors. Okay. Uh, uh, two hundred is about two million miles. A good enough qualification. For you uh, I think you're a little under, but no. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I won't be able to. I, well, are you looking for classroom instructors? We're looking I can't for, get behind the wheel anymore. Uh, actually, that means um, I can't instruct in, well, in a truck. So. Well, are you an advocate for a simulator? I can put you in the simulator. You could run that. <laughs> I for can us. try. I don't know <laughs> if I'm an advocate or not. I've never seen one. Well, you know what? Um, can, just shoot me an email. Uh, CDL at L Triple C dot Y dot Edu. Tell me, your, uh, shoot me your contact okay. information, and yeah, I would love to. I'll bring you in, and we'll introduce you to the simulator. And if the, we're actually looking for someone who can specifically just run that, and then I'll leave my other guys. We got three other instructors to do the practical portion with the with the students. Let's repeat that email just All just right, for well, everybody. Okay, so the email address is cdl at lccc dot y or I'm sorry dot w y dot edu. Great. Thank you for your call. Yeah, Appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And let's jump over to line two. Good morning. You're on Cargav. 
Hello, Dave. How are you? You don't have any miles in a truck either, do you? No, just 35 years <laughs> in the trucking industry. <laughs> I think this is so wonderful what LCCC is getting into. Because for about the past 20 years, I was in various management positions trying to find and hire drivers for our uh, tanker industry was difficult and uh, we need more people out there that can do this work yeah because I, I no disrespect to you you all the previous caller but people like you are old <laughs> well I okay let's I, guess I, 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 I know you well <laughs> you retired right you're done <laughs> gone i'm no longer a participant uh but as you but said 35 years what they're, what they're doing and that anybody who has any doubt there's just tremendous need for truck drivers yep the last report i got there were 100,000 truck driving jobs open nationwide that's about right yeah that's terrifying is absolutely terrifying. I, I agree with what you're saying, um, and this is one of the goals for the LCCCs also. We spoke about load securements and flatbeds. If we can down the road get a tanker for training purposes, it's definitely something we're looking at too because there's demand. We're, we're in a um, petroleum state. You are. We yeah. are, and the need is there. We need to haul this uh, fuel to elsewhere in the nation. So um, this is something we're looking for. We're so dave if you know uh know anybody whose uh, cage you could rattle with that um you can get a hold of me and i can get you with mike or uh, whatever you need okay okay well anything i can do to help uh if you want to give mike my contact information that'd be great i'd be happy to dave no problem at all i'll definitely reach out to you dave thank you take care my friend yeah. I want to come play with your simulator, too. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we'll just set up a day. KGAB listeners come in on such and such a day. Uh, they, they would love it. I mean, they, hey, you've got a lot. I mean, just the guys I know who are calling in. They, these these guys have, have been involved in this industry for a long time. Um, so I, I'm sure they would have fun with it. You'd probably do a heck of a lot better than I Let's did, Dave. That. Let's do that, yeah. Uh, just because I, I did it recently. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for your call, my friends. See you later. See ya. And let's jump over to... Where are we? I think we're on line two. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Good morning, is that me? That is you. How are you this morning? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, my name is Chris. I, too, have a Class A. I'm old enough to have a Class A rather than a CDL. But now it's a CDL. As I'm looking at retirement myself, I'm not uh, driving right now. Can I get qualified at LCCC to drive a school bus? And I'll just hang up and listen to your response. Absolutely. I mean, you could not have timed that call any better if you tried, because we were going to get into the, the school bus thing. So, um, yeah, th please uh, uh, listen in. I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll bring Mike and uh, Penny in, and we'll chat about uh, those big yellow things. 
Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for your call. Motorsports.com or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 1967. AM 650, KGAB. AM 650, KGAB. AM650 KJB Nick the motor guy back here on Car Gab. It's Truck Gab today, which is great. And the reason it's Truck Gab and one of the reasons it's great is because I got the two people who are involved at LCCC getting the CDL program uh, planned out off the ground and the first class happening March 8th. Yes. Um, and we had Chris on the line right before the break and we're going to talk a little bit of school bus. And when I was in the... Uh, um, playing with the simulator the other day, you had a couple of folks who actually came in to chat about school buses, and the simulator is able to 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 become a school bus. Yes, that's true. This, we speaking strictly for a simulator. Um, the doors, the wigwag lights, the stop sign coming out, so on and so forth. So that part is very very realistic. But um, because we don't have a school bus we can't train the school bus and um penny you want to expand on that a little bit we have been in communication with the transportation department of the local school district and uh, we're hoping to support their training efforts the other thing and mike please correct me if i'm wrong since we will not be hiring them to drive school buses for us we cannot actually do the training for the testing is that correct that is correct yes but again, some of the things like the, your, your safety classes and the, the, those basics, which are really needed across any any of this, that, that can still be something that you can help with. Oh, absolutely. And then, like I said, the school districts have reached out to us and uh, they've asked if there may be an intro, introductory course that we can offer to individuals that are looking to get into the school bus industry. And then there may be also just um, 
enhancing their skills if yep. they're backing skills or something like i said we have amazing backing programs so and anything that's permitted uh for their um annual requirements for training that can be simulator based we can provide that but we just can't certify you guys can't certify for it but if you can get people a long way down that road and then pass them off to the certification piece right uh because quite honestly that you what you do at L Triple C and again I, I base it on my automotive program knowledge that you do out there, is you do such a great job out at L Triple your trades programs of actually preparing people for the workplace. Correct. And I as I've watched what you guys are doing, you're doing the same with this. And that is such a relief for me to see. And when I get a kid out of LCCC's automotive program, be it at the bike shop or be it at the Midas's, I know that they have the basics and they understand things like safety and they that's been drummed into them. We can teach the rest, but if we don't have the basics in place, you can't teach anything. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what you guys, I, I'm thrilled to see what you guys are doing. Really Something are. else the industry felt very strongly about is teaching the professionalism component. Yes. And I think that's an issue that's cross industry, but we have specifically built in four hours of professionalism into that five week course. And we're talking about everything from customer service to building a resume to phone etiquette. And that's something industry asked for. And that's something that we are thrilled to provide. Yeah, and uh, I, <laughs> one of the biggest problems I have as an employer, and I know because I talk to my peers, um, showing up on time. I know that sounds silly, but I mean, you see it. How many of uh, you have been involved in the education piece for a while? A while. Uh, <laughs> and one of the biggest problems of this is probably just getting kids to show up on time. Yes. And that is, that is not fixed at your level. It sure as heck is a problem when they get to our level and when it becomes that it starts affecting a whole team and then it becomes a real problem right. so I'm I'm, I'm I'm i will politely say i don't know if four hours is enough but i'm glad to hear you're at least doing four hours because most courses don't even touch it so congratulations that's fabulous thank you i'm going to take another call good morning you're on car gap good morning Nick. this is linda i may have missed it early on in your uh, conversation with folks from LCCC, but I have some questions um, about the class specific as to when it happens, the cost of the class, the length of the class, uh, perhaps they can answer those questions. Absolutely, we did touch a little bit of that, but I'm sure that they will be, be happy to uh, uh, to do that. And I, I'm thinking with, with uh, you with some of the, the county stuff, that uh, um, this is going to be helpful to you as well. Are you that's there? Of, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one of the reasons I'm asking these questions because we do have a need for some continuing training for uh, our public works uh, employees. And so I was curious as to what uh, the cost might be, the length of the class, and uh, the time of day that the classes happen. And I'll I'll get off and listen because I got a little competition. In it the back. sounds like you got some competition <laughs> there, Linda. Uh, it's not. It's not often that I don't hear you over most things. <laughs> well, yeah, she can, she can beat me out most times. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Linda. Speak soon. 
So, yeah, we touched on this earlier, but uh, I'd be more than happy to go over it again. So the basic course is basically five weeks. The first week uh, consists of training for the permit. Once the permit is obtained and you got physically have it in, in hand, we get into probably three days worth of simulator slash hands-on training with um, pre-trip checks and backing scenarios and shifting um, scenarios just to get the individual comfortable before they actually get in a seat. And once they're in a seat, the remainder of the time is pretty much stick time and get out there, do a lot of backing. We have the official measurements and everything is, we have the, the course set up that meets the DOT requirements mm -hmm. so we can do the alley dock, the offset and the straight line backing. And we, we practice that a lot. I mean, there's going to be days when we may harp more on one item because we see that the, the, the student may have a more difficult time, but they excel at the driving part, for instance. So wherever they, they need extra help is where, where we're going to um, jump in and I'd help. like to interject here for just a yeah. second because yeah, our lot, our backing lot, is actually one of our industry partners from our focus group that felt so strongly about this program. They said, you can come use our lot. That's and wonderful. Yes. Please feel free to mention who yes. they are, please. Wyoming Beverage. That that's great. Yeah, yes. no, I mean they deserve the yes. credit for this because they're standing up and this is where again I love this community so much because when an organization such as LCCC steps up because we've been howling about something, you then get businesses going thank you and giving you the backing back and the, um and, and before we end this show here in the, over the next hour we can, we'll put some appeals out there because you guys need some other equipment so we'll throw it out there it, nothing may stick but if it does heck it's a great thing but wyoming beverage thank you for doing that and thank for back in this program uh we got about 40 seconds left uh, with the other uh, questions in the head were starting dates and we've got march 8th for the first class, correct. is that correct? Um, March 30th for the first night class. Correct. That's correct, yeah. And then, I think we probably can't fit this in because I don't want to rush it because it is important, is going to be costs. But we'll talk about that after the top of the hour news if that's okay with you. Perfect, thank All you. All right, we'll Sounds be good. back here oh, in about six or seven minutes on AM 650 KGAB. time to waste. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. That from President Biden, who's urging the Senate to quickly and decisively pass the coronavirus relief bill advanced by the House early this morning. With their vote, we're one step closer to vaccinating the nation. We're one step closer to putting $1,400 in the pockets of Americans. The approval in the House was narrow. 219 to 212. All Republicans in the House voted against the package. Two Democrats voted against the package. We're talking about increased testing, increased PPE, school funding, food assistance, rental assistance, child care assistance, also those stimulus checks, $1,400. Fox's David Spunt. It's hard to find support for the COVID relief bill at a conservative conference in Orlando. 
We look around in other parts of our country, and in far too many places, we see schools closed, businesses shuttered, and lives destroyed. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis speaking Friday at CPAC. The four-day conference wraps up tomorrow with a speech from former President Trump. Two more police officers have lost their lives on the job. An officer in Virginia was killed yesterday during a traffic stop. The suspect was later killed by authorities. In New Orleans, a Tulane University police officer was shot and killed trying to escort an unruly man from a high school basketball game where he was working security. We do have an individual detained at this time who we do believe is responsible. New Orleans Police Chief Sean Ferguson. Fox's Jack Callahan. Three weeks after the deadly shooting of a Yale graduate student, an arrest warrant has been issued by police in Connecticut. Chinwan Pan is believed to be staying in the Atlanta area. The victim, Kevin Jong, was shot multiple times after what may have been a road rage incident. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's Kennedy Saves the World. There should be a proliferation of voices. There are a proliferation of voices within the libertarian movement. There are libertarians who have strong disagreements with each other. You know what they do? They have little symposiums and they argue about it. They don't go firebombing each other's houses. And John Brennan, I don't trust you. I don't need to hear from you, but I will take down your arguments one at a time. Kennedy Saves the World. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Did you hear the news? Now you can. With instant updates from Fox News for Amazon Alexa. Breaking stories and top headlines. Daily coronavirus developments. The economy and so much more. Brought to you by Fox News. America's number one cable news network. Plus, setup couldn't be easier. Because everything's ready to go in the app. Just say, Alexa, play news from Fox. In Fox News. It's the latest when you need it. On demand from Fox News and Amazon Alexa. Investigators may be one step closer to identifying the suspect responsible for the death of a Capitol Police officer during last month's riot. The FBI signaling it has a lead on the death of U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. The Bureau has reportedly identified a single individual on video bear spraying police officers, including Sicknick. Officer Sicknick later died from causes not publicly known at this point. The video for now apparently does not directly tie the individual to Sicknick's death. Meanwhile, Capitol Police say the medical examiner's report into his death has not been finished yet and that they are still waiting on toxicology results. Sean Lanchel. Fox News. Tall fencing with razor wire still surrounds the Capitol complex and in Minneapolis, concrete barriers line the perimeter of the courthouse where the former police officer charged with killing George Floyd will soon go on trial. Jury selection for the trial of Derek Chauvin begins March 8th. Three other former officers will be tried separately. A freak accident in Texas has killed a woman who was driving. 52-year-old Carol Hardy was driving with her son on I-69 near New Caney when the accident happened. She was heading southbound when a tire flew off a northbound truck, bounced over the center divider, and threw Hardy's windshield, killing her instantly. Her 17-year-old son was released from the hospital on Friday. Police say there are no charges, though the crash is still under investigation. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Hopes are high that a third coronavirus vaccine will be approved by the FDA possibly as early as today. The vaccine manufactured by Johnson & Johnson only requires a single dose and does not require extreme refrigeration. 
The company says it expects to be able to immediately ship nearly 4 million doses in the U.S. as soon as it gets authorization. Fox's Jill Nadeau. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. You just can't put a price tag on all this fun, and yet they did. Whether you're looking for the ultimate adrenaline rush or a heavy-duty utility machine, the 2021 CF Motos are arriving at Cheyenne Motorsports with a new machine. The fun is surprisingly low because all the features you need come standard, like power steering, custom... Your day weather forecast is provided by Four Corners Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corners Siding can help protect your home. It'll be a cold weekend of weather here around Cheyenne, the region, for this Saturday. Cold and gusty northwest winds as well, 15 to 30. A few gusts to 40 or 45. We'll be looking at daytime highs, just upper 20s and lower 30s. Nighttime lows near 10. A few snow showers through the morning. Sunday, not as windy. Highs 30s. 40s for highs Monday. 40s to lower 50s for highs Tuesday and Wednesday. or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 650, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Car Gab, Truck Gab, or whatever, L Triple C Gab even today, which is kind of fun. I've got Mike Geisler and Penny Fletcher from L Triple C with the CDL program. Keep the calls coming, folks. This is really fun. It's great to hear the passion for this and the support that we can give L Triple C through you guys' passion. Uh, because this is a this is a big step for the college. I mean, this really is. This was a massive investment on their part, both in people and as uh, anybody who's been involved in the trucking industry in any shape or form, nothing comes cheap at all. Uh, so I uh, please uh, join us. The uh, join us this morning. Ask your questions. Um, we will continue to to chat. Uh, originally, Mike and Penny thought they were only coming on for an hour. They have. Uh, graciously said they'll hang out for another hour with us so uh, mike said all he had to do was his taxes anyway so i'm actually <laughs> stopping him from having to do that penny however is for going hanging out at ribbon shop for an extra hour so i appreciate your time my pleasure <laughs> 
Again, numbers to join us this morning, 632-6500, For those listening out of the area on KGAB.com, one 503 Just as we were getting into the uh, uh, top of the hour break, we had a call from Linda Heath, uh, one of our great county commissioners, and uh, Linda had asked about timing of the courses, and again, I, I'd like to repeat that for folks out there. Uh, because I, I assume the March 8th course probably is fully booked. Yes. Um, night class, March 30th, are you still looking for students for uh, that, or are you already filled up? We're starting to fill up. We have a couple of commitments so far. Uh, we'd be more than happy to build a, a list of people. And, um, and of course, we- in five weeks, we'll have another class for the day class, right? It'll be a little bit beyond. We yeah. want to take a break between classes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the first day class would be June 14th. June 14th. That's what we're looking at because um, we want to evaluate how the system, how the classes are going. Yep. We'll probably have to tweak some things. And, Absolutely. And uh, get the feedback from the students and other individuals and then with the industry focus group and see what they want to incorporate into the program. And talk about tweaking things. You made a point when we were off air that if you have um, a student or there's a student out there who already has a CDL, then the they permit. the permit. Sorry, a, a permit that they can come in and do the the tr- the driver training and your professionalism and and the the other pieces which are so important part of this course. Correct. And not get to have to do that just that small. So instead piece. of doing the five week course, we can just do the four week course. Yeah. And on. Um, also, we're going to offer to the industries out there if anybody has a need for let's say hazardous materials. Granted, people can get the hazmat endorsement, but if they notice that there are some deficiencies possibly in paperwork or placarding, mm-hmm. we can offer that training as well. So we're starting to stand that part of it up also. That's great. Yeah. It really is. Now, one of the things that we did touch on were cost. And uh, so I'm going to look at Penny. Because, and Thank Mike you. just pointed straight at Penny and went, that's her job. And, and Penny's been really quiet. So we're going to make you talk for a while. Well, I'm, I'm happy to talk about this. I'm pretty passionate as well. Yes, you are. I just don't have the technical knowledge that the coordinator does. The basic five-week course is currently priced at $3,360. Okay. Um, the cost of the permit and the cost of the exam are not included. We also have a DOT physical that the applicants are responsible to take care of on their own. Um, but we do have some grant monies available for those who have financial qualifications. Yep. Um, but that takes a little bit longer, so we don't want you calling the week school starts and say, I need financial aid. It, there's well, that, a process involved in that. Well, there is. It doesn't matter whether it's truck driving, automotive, or anything else. That always is going to take time. But it's wonderful that yes. you have grants available for those folks who may not have that wherewithal. However, I will say that, in case people are not aware, that is incredible value. Oh, yeah. I think so. And that, well, yeah, that's at least a third of what a, a typical class can be for some of the class schools out there. So uh, that it sounds like a lot of money, but to get a, a great start in a trade which can last you a, a lifetime, literally. We've had people on this uh, show today that that was their life, and then that they've, they've enjoyed a large part of it so that that's a that is an amazing value it really is 
Uh, let's. We've got all kinds of calls. <laughs> so let's jump to line one first. Good morning, you're on Color Gap. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Uh, just a baby here uh, at a million miles. Uh, so, you're a baby? <laughs> yeah, just a baby. And uh, I went down with a back injury, so I'm out of it. But one thing I wanted to point out to your uh, C folks is you need to contact uh, Knife River Trucking and uh, Simon's Trucking there in Cheyenne and get some assistance with Rocky Mountain Doubles because you don't back up a Rocky Mountain Double and uh, there is some wide turns involved and something they might look to get some help from those two companies with them out of Cheyenne to uh, get some demonstration on those up in their parking lot. I think you're absolutely right. Um, since when, we're you're pulling, when you're pulling belly dumps, you're pulling a lot of weight. So. That is correct. And uh, since we're, I hate to put it this way, but we got to be factual on this. We're still in our infantile stages uh, with this. We're just now starting the program. But um, people like you have indicated what they want us to train, and we are totally open to those suggestions. We're making note of it. And as the program grows and the demand grows, we will definitely start incorporating that. And we're going to reach out to um, the industry and help us possibly with some equipment because there's a huge cost factor involved in something like that to get that online. And then we're also needing... Uh, probably training facility, and again, kudos to Wyoming Beverage for helping us out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's well, a huge part of You know, it's, it's just that uh, you're going to be dealing with Rocky Mountain Doubles if you're dealing with belly dumps at all. Yeah. And so that's big in this part of the country, whether you're pulling uh, gravel and, and road base or whether you're pulling... Uh, uh, cement trailers out of Laramie uh, these people need to learn how to run those trucks so and if so you have I'm just trying to give you a touch base on yeah. somebody you can talk to yeah so and deals with cement and road base so yeah. And if you have names of people or you know people at uh, Knife River or Simons, let them know to reach out to Mike at LCCC. Yeah, can I give that uh, email address again? Yeah, absolutely, please. All right, that email address is cdl at lccc.wy.edu. And uh, yeah, we, we would love feedback, you know, positive, whatever, criticism. We're open to anything. We'd love to. We just want to hear from you and uh, cater it to our specific need here in Cheyenne. I think that's Well, read, make a trip and reach out to Simon's because they're right down the road from El Triple C there. So yep. uh, they'll help you. They will help you if you will talk to them. So we will, I we, know they, they're good people. So Absolutely. Great. Thanks yep, for the lead. Great company. Thank you for your suggestions. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. And let's jump over to line two. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Your friendly neighborhood domestic terrorist. <laughs> All the way from Michigan. How are you, sir? Well, pretty good. No problems that a winning lottery ticket wouldn't fix. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, all we're, that, that's the same for all of us, Skits. 
Well, I, hey, it, uh, I'm really glad that this is getting off the ground, and I call to your attention that you have a lot of retired people uh, that have uh, uh, well, being re- quote-unquote retired is uh, not always all that it's cracked up to be. Right. And, for, uh, and this is a perfect opportunity for those people to uh, mentor uh, kids coming in. Absolutely. Uh, I, I was lucky to have uh, uh, the right mentor at the right place at the right time, you know, to where uh, I could uh, apply my trade and uh, do it effectively and, uh, you know, be inquisitive and uh, find solutions to problems and uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, by, and I think you've got a wide base of uh, uh, people of uh, my age and uh, their experience, their level of experience in your area. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, avail yourself of it, please. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt, in, I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that both Penny and Mike will welcome anybody who is wanting to help and mentor these folks um with with open arms in fact as we've been sitting here we've been talking about some some thoughts of how we may be through this show and through some of the other things i'm involved in and everything that they do so well develop getting people who are retired or are involved in the industry now out there because there's nothing better than somebody who really works in it every day to be seen by a student and see, okay, yeah, this really is something I want to do because I look at this guy or this lady, and be it Dave or be it Chris who called earlier or the gentleman, many of the people who called today. Uh, if I had been in my 20s and had that kind of person, it, it just built me up. I, I remember one well, of the earliest... Well, the earliest truck driving job I took I, was an old grizzled guy called Monkey, and he did really kind of look like a monkey. <laughs> but I learned more from him in the yeah. in the times I got to, and we weren't in the truck together, but uh, there were a lot of routes where there were three or four trucks taking the same things. And just listening to him and watching how he handled the unit, I learned a ton. Yeah. And you know, as we were speaking before, during a break about possibly putting on a KGAB uh, day out at the college. I think this would be a huge opportunity for those individuals like this gentleman on the phone right now. If they want to come in and maybe we can just put our heads together and develop some kind of a mentoring program because we haven't even considered that part of it, but I love the idea. Yeah, and that's relatively, the, the mentoring piece is relatively easy. Yes. I mean, relatively. Yes. I, I, Pay's lucky to be going, yeah, it's easy for you to say that. You leave here and go off to your job. Penny <laughs> <laughs> gets to administer all this, and Mike, you get to control it. But uh, um, the, what you guys are doing, the fact you're so open minded, uh, and I've, I'm thrilled to have had you on because. You're li- I, I, I see both faces listening to these calls. So, folks, when you're calling in, believe me, these notes are being taken, and what you're telling um, these folks from LCCC is really being taken notice of. Um, you couldn't really be much more helpful. 
So thank you for the time that the listeners are giving. And please keep the calls coming because we've got another 40 minutes that we're happy to take as many calls as possible. And Skits, you stay out of trouble up there, okay? And remember, dead votes don't count. (laughs) (laughs) Mahindra, whether it's for work or play, come and see us at Shire Motorsports, where we've been delivering fun to the region since 1967. What to my surprise a little Nash Rambler was following me about one third my size. The guy must have wanted to pass me out as he kept on tooting his horn. I'll show him that a Cadillac is not a car. They want to do something. AM650 KGAB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here with the folks from LCCC. Uh, Mike guys, uh, Petty Fletcher, again, guys, thanks for the time you're giving me. Thanks for the extra time, because I know I already set you up for an hour, and now I've persuaded you to stay. So if you'd like to join the, um, us today, 632 one of the questions earlier was uh, floating gears against double clutching. We've got a tremendous breadth of uh, people who listen to this show. Um, I think many of them actually have no interest in the car, motorcycle world, but they listen, and I think the community aspect is important as well. But there's going to be some folks who listen to you who know exactly what you're talking about, and some who don't have a clue. So, Mike, I'm going to kind of toss that ball in the air for you okay. and uh and let's start with kind of the basics for what, what people so people understand what we're talking about okay so in a regular vehicle you have a clutch where you just if you still drive a clutch or are a fanatic about driving uh, standard vehicles which i am yeah too. me too just, and I'm, not, I'm not plugging dw but i love their passat standard oh my gosh yeah whipping around the corners and shifting that's amazing but it is it is just so different from from a big rig uh, because you got synchronized clutch versus unsynchronized clutch. So with a with a big truck, you have to do the double clutching to get your CDL. Mm-hmm. So that's something we're going to have to teach. Agreed uh, with you. So the what? Is, so just so so, again, remembering we have people okay. who don't have a clue. What is double clutching? So what is double clutching? As your um, so you have three pedals. You got the gas pedal. You got the brake pedal. And on the left hand side, you have your clutch pedal. Yep. So when you depress the clutch on the left hand side, you have various amount, uh, various applications. Basically, if you de- deplete, uh, depress the clutch all the way down. It's called the clutch brake. You're mm-hmm. stopping the brake from rotating, and you're able to shift the manual transmission by your hand into gear. Yep. And then as you're ready to accelerate, you start releasing it, and you're starting to engage the clutch. And at that point, you're giving it a little bit of gas, and now you're starting to create momentum, and you get the forward moving. Or if you're going reverse, you go backwards. Yeah. And then you get up to certain RPMs. Once you hit that RPMs, rotations per minute, 
then you have to shift up to the next gear. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you depress the clutch, not enough to slow the clutch down, but you just disengage it. And then you release, you pull the clutch into new, or the shift lever back into neutral, you depress the clutch again partially down, and then you slide it into the next okay. gear. Yep. And once you're in that gear, you're totally released the clutch, and now you're going through the same cycle again. You're building momentum, you're increasing your speed, you're increasing your RPMs, and then again, you depress your clutch, put it into neutral, depress the clutch again and slide it into the next tire gear and you basically work your way through the whole shift pattern like that until you get up to highway speed if you end it, if you're on an interstate yep, yep. so downshifting downshifting um, same thing you, you want to use the clutch or the transmission to help you slow the yeah. vehicle down so what you do is you ease off the uh, accelerator let's say you're running you know 1500 rpms you let it bring it down you just idle it down to maybe a thousand depending on what kind of truck you're driving a thousand yeah. maybe 1200 rpms let's just uh, strictly talk flat surface yeah no let's not talk hills at this point <laughs> no, no. <laughs> stay, keep the basics keep it simple this is even more basic than what you're going to be teaching so. <laughs> correct so as the rpms come down let's say you're about the thousand twelve hundred rpm range you depress the clutch now you have to increase the rpms of the engine because you're going into a lower gear which yep. needs higher rpms so as you're depressing the gas and you bring it up to maybe 1500 rpms now through double clutching you put it into lower gear you reduce it and again you let your foot off the gas and just let the engine and the traction of the vehicle slow you slow down, down or the friction of the tires to the road they slow you down mm -hmm. and it's the same thing it's just in reverse of upshifting yep. you're doing the same thing when you're slowing the vehicle down then Floating gears. Floating gears. Basically, what you do is, um, as you're accelerating, you still have a little bit of pressure on the gas pedal. Yep. And at that point, when you're at high RPM, you just slide it into neutral, and we call it the sweet spot. And yep. once you have it there, you know exactly when you're going to flick right in. It's going to flick right into. Yep. Good word. So <laughs> put it right into the next higher gear. And the nice thing is, you're not lose, using the clutch. And I think this is where. Um, the beef is with the owner operators and the, the, the corporations yeah. because if you're going to go out there and double clutch the entire time that clutch is going to have to be replaced yeah absolutely However, and much, that's much a sooner. big job yeah and by able to floating the, the gears you're avoiding depressing the clutch the releasing and all that it's it, you're going to maintain that clutch for many many more thousands of miles yeah. and I mean that save the gentleman who called earlier the retired one of our first callers he was saying he'd expect to get 200,000 plus out of a clutch. That's possible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's a big deal. I mean, if you're having to replace it every 100,000 against every 200,000, and you'll take many thousands of dollars to replace clutch. Right. And if you build it into your PM program and you budget for it, good, good for you. But a lot of companies don't do that. So no. that's why they want. That's I totally understand and I agree with the industry that individuals need to know how to float float the gears. Yep. yep. And is that something you're obviously you got you need to teach the double clutching because that is what is required from the DOT side. So what we're going to do is we're going to teach them the DOT version of it. Yep. But we're going to introduce them to that. Great. Shifting without using the clutch. Yep. I think I, I just heard a huge sigh of relief from a bunch of retired truck drivers. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I well, think it's key. Yep. And it's a it's a wonderful skill. Once you learn to, um, the way I, I, it was clutchless shifting is how I right. describe it being English. And that's, I'd never heard of floating gears till I came to America. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, 
two countries separated by a common language. Uh, <laughs> but it's so satisfying, and you're right. You, when you learn it, I mean, you feel immediately yeah. the the transmissions, and you can. It's just incredibly satisfying when you first get it right. Yeah, it's it's it makes the ride much smoother. It does. You don't get as tired because you're not moving your leg. You're just literally moving the stick shift. The only time you use your your left leg is when you initially start out of an intersection or from a stop sign because you you have to depress the clutch while you wait for the red light to turn green. Yeah, and at that point, once you release that, then you literally can just shift through the gears without using the clutch. Yeah, and again, the wear and tear on the, on actually on the transmission as well. As long as you get it right once, you, you get it right, and you've got that feel. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's and it's same, quite honestly. It's very similar on uh, uh, in cars, on motorcycles. I very rarely use a clutch on a bike, other than to get it moving. And services and the ad council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice. One in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. Ernie Els encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no Mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing. Or a little duck hunting on the to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. Your day weather forecast is provided by Four Corners Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corners Siding can help protect your home. It'll be a cold weekend of weather here around Cheyenne, the region, for this Saturday. Cold and gusty northwest winds as well, 15 to 30. A few gusts to 40 or 45. We'll be looking at daytime highs, just upper 20s and lower 30s. Nighttime lows near 10. A few snow showers through the morning. Sunday, not as windy. Highs 30s. 40s for a highs Monday. 40s to lower 50s for a highs Tuesday and Wednesday. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. While riding in my Cadillac What to my surprise A little Nash Rambler was following me About one-third my size 
must have wanted to pass me out as he kept on tooting his horn. I'll show him that a Cadillac is not a car to scorn. Hey, I'm 650 KJB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Cogab with my competi from LCCC, the CDL program. They have graciously given us a couple of hours to talk about this wonderful new course. Great addition to the community, great addition to trades training, which, as many of you know, has been a massive passion for me, screaming from the rooftops for, for many years. Um, I, one of our callers earlier had said 100,000 truck jobs open in the United States right now. Um, just imagine, I mean, we're, we're hearing about the unemployment through the pandemic and everything else. With a very accessible course with grants, if people are, need that financial help, 3300 bucks to get you in the seat to can start to control where you want to go with this uh, it's there aren't too many industries where 3300 bucks gets you earning decent money right away <clears throat> I'm not saying that it's there's many challenges after that like every job and like every piece of training you get the training and then you learn to actually how to do it and that that learning process as we've heard from many of our retired truck drivers who have called in takes many years to, to get every piece under your belt but for 3300 bucks to open the door uh, it's just absolutely fantastic it really is let's take another call and then we will jump over because i'd like to talk to you a little bit about um some of the options that people may have after they've got two or three years under the belt and some things that you guys may be looking at developing not in place now but developments for the future because I have no doubt that this this is going to be a massive success just from the reactions we've got so far today hmm. let's jump to line one good morning you're on car gap hello hello uh, um, I had a question if they might include in part of their curriculum something on ethics actually being courteous don't pull out in front of people and things like that I, 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 I think that's important I totally agree with you. Um, I think part of that is the professionalism that uh, uh, Penny was speaking of before. I don't know if you had an opportunity to hear her. And uh, I agree. It's a truck driver ethics. I totally understand. You know, if you're side by side on an interstate, both trucks are governed at 70 miles an hour and you're building up a line behind you, nobody can get around. The guy in the right lane, come on, back off and let the guy around. You know, that yeah. kind of ethics. Instead of making it, you know, here's my payback time to the little four wheelers. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of drivers have that attitude. They so. do, absolutely. They do. I think we've all seen it. Um, of course, I, I, um, from the truck driver's side, you have appallingly badly driven cars as well. So, yeah. uh, but no. I, I couldn't agree with the caller more. The professionalism and uh, Penny did actually address that earlier. There is a specific piece of the course already in place as part of the curriculum, where uh, where these folks are going to address that. That is correct. okay. Very good. Thanks for your call. Great thing there. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. So I go to the course. I pay my thirty-three hundred dollars. I get fabulous training. I come out. I get grabbed by one of the 
many companies that's and we'll use Wyoming Beverage as a good example. <laughs> no other one. I, I want to give them huge credit for Absolutely. this. I mean, they deserve. They have stepped up. I, I, that, that just tremendous. So I get a couple of years under my belt, um, and I decide that okay, I'm an obnoxious, arrogant little so-and-so, like I used to be, and may still be accused of occasionally, and I want to do it for myself. How do I do that? Where am I going to find that information? Is that something that maybe in the future I could come out to LCCC and do? It's something we're definitely looking at. It's Like you said, it's not part of the curriculum. Um, like We're still standing up the program, and as things settle into place, yeah. this is when we're going to find time to expand on these additional programs we want to stand up. And that's one of them, and I believe it's really important for individuals who've been in the trucking industry for a little bit, maybe have worked for a big, big national company and maybe just been looked at as a, a number instead of a driver they're fed up and they want to they think they can do it on their own you know i mean there are ways to go about it and we want to set up a curriculum give them maybe a day or two where we just do a lot of insight into what it becomes to what it's going to take to become an owner operator and obviously business plan is a big big item and <laughs> this is where it would help because if we have we have individuals at the college that could help how yeah. to develop a business plan then we also need to talk about how do you want to incorporate yourself or do you want to be an LLC or a sole, uh, sole proprietor? Mm -hmm. um, what kind of industry do you want to work in? Do you want to be in the flatbed industry, in the tanker industry, in the um, bulk haulers? You, you pick. You know what, what you want to do. But what we're, we're trying to do is establish something where they basically have a checklist and when they walk out, they can say, okay, I want to be an owner-operator. In order to become an owner-operator, i got to meet this, that, the other work their way down, we want to help them to be successful. And one of the great pieces about, about LCCC is that outside of the direct classes, you so what what we have going on right now with what, what you're starting on March 8th, make a good example, maybe a level one course, and I'm quite honestly stealing this right from somebody who's texting me, um, Facebook messaging me actually saying, so what they do is a level one class, um, will there be considerations for level two class which could be the, the the double trailers or level three being whatever so I, you're nodding furiously at me so i'm going to tell everyone so the answer is yes but i'm now going to have petty step in <laughs> so in education circles that's called stackable credentials and that's been part of the conversations from the beginning is this is the foundation, but where can we take this to the next level? What are those stackable credentials that we can add in? And the entrepreneur piece that Mike's been talking about is one of those credentials that we want to build in. But you have to start with that foundation. And so we wanna make do. sure we have a very strong, very successful foundation and then start building these other pieces into it. I, I, so I'm not quite sure if it is labeled as a, a level one, level two, or what the industry would, would whatever you classify. call it. Yeah, right. it, it may be new, but I totally agree. I love the term stackable credentials because if an individual has a CDL and then um, decides to maybe add um, tanker endorsement, uh, not just passing the the written test at the motor vehicle department, but actually getting the hands-on training, understanding. Uh, the bulk versus the uh, the full tank, you know, with the baffles in it. Mm -hmm. um, how the vehicle reacts and turns. Granted, the book teaches you, but if we can go out there and actually do the physical part of it, the practical part, and people get full understanding of it, 
then um, we would like to build some kind of a certification program. And the same goes along the line of uh, flatbed um, with the load um, securement that we spoke of earlier, yep. and then possibly doing hazmat. So if you think about it, we can start out with a basic CDL course. Yep. Then you go into tankers, then you go into flatbeds, then you go into hazmat. Once you go into hazmat, maybe heavy haul oversize possibly we have industry uh partners that are have extended their um hand and said if you guys ever go down that road they'd love to help us out with the heavy hauls now we're looking at pilot car service right yeah in colorado they need to be certified in wyoming they don't so if they cross the state line they need a certification they need a certification yep and um i took the course and honest to god I've, I've driven trucks i never realized the the book word that was involved you know the permit application the requirements the research you got to do to take one of these heavy haul or oversized equipment across mm -hmm. state line and certain time restrictions that apply well, I, I was ignorant to it, but I'm really grateful I did take that course. And then once you have basically all of that and you decide, hey, I want to do maybe the tanker and the flatbed work, maybe consider getting into yet another um, part of it, which is the owner-operator side. The owner-operator yeah. side. And the, as this develops, and, and I take your point entirely, Penny, about get the foundation right, and I have absolutely no doubt you're doing that. I'm just... I'm, yeah. I, again, cannot be more complimentary on what I saw out there and just being around you both. It's been a, a revelation, quite honestly. Um, but to see the four youngsters that come in, I'm putting myself back 30, more than 30 years, and remembering the drive I had in that. And if you've got a 21, 22, 23-year-old who starts with your class starts with a basic job and realizes yeah, this is something I really want to do. How do I move up through those steps? Something else that we're doing which I think is going to complement the CDL program is um, we have a workforce advisory group and we have members from the Chamber of Commerce that are on that group and they keep us apprised of uh, the ground-based strategic deterrent program. G GBSD. GBSD. I, I, I had yes. nothing to do with it. Yes. <laughs> um, but as that program evolves, we're going to definitely need CDL drivers. We're going to need HVAC techs. We're going to need all these industries. And, and we're planning down the road because we don't want to be caught unaware that all of a sudden we need 100 CDL drivers, where are they? We're, we're preparing it's ahead of be, time. It's going to be more than 100. Yes, yes. <laughs> a lot more than 100. I'm very appreciative of the Chamber and the very open communication we have with them so we can start these plans for down the road. Well, and as a, a former chair of the Chamber, and uh, Dale Steenbergen is a, a great personal friend, and in my opinion, it doesn't is one of the uh, people who's done more for this community uh, without and it mostly in the background i mean he's not a, a guy who loves to be at the head publicly uh but his work on gbsd from i started working with that with on that with him 2014 i think 2015 and he has been absolutely single-minded and the decision of the chamber board uh several years ago to involve um folks in washington dc to put Cheyenne forward constantly and keep Cheyenne and Effie Warren as top of mind is the reason that we have GBSD now based in Cheyenne. So again, a huge kudos to the chamber, to the various uh, leadership of the chamber over the last 10 years. Um, it's 
that this is a huge thing for Cheyenne. People just, yeah. I don't, until it happens, 90% of the community is not going to realize what's just about to come this way. It's what, 60? I, in fact, I said I said this figure the other day and somebody said, oh no, it's now about 30% higher. But the last figure was 60 billion through, through GBSD. That's an enormous amount of money and jobs and industry and everything flowing through this town. Yes. So True. And then something also we need to consider is with the new changes coming up next year in February, the Federal Motor Safety Carriers Association, FMCSA. Boy, that's a mouthful. That one is, yeah. <laughs> um, they're mandating that anybody that goes through the training at that time has to meet an additional training requirements. And uh, they're already out there available, and we are setting up, we're standing that up now, too. So that'll be available probably in the next 30 days or so, where individuals can sign up with LCCC to either do um, in-class or online training Great. to meet that requirement. And then that'll be a certificate and it'll give them proof. They'll have um, a hard copy with them that if they are ever get an audit that they meet all the requirements. Fantastic. So one of the things that we've talked about several times is we've got a great Kenworth and we've got a trailer, right? I assume box trailer. This one is a belly dump. Belly dump. Okay, so you've got a belly dump. But we've talked about flatbeds. Do you have a flatbed? We got something in the works. It's a hopper slash. <laughs> so um, it's not, uh, I'd say maybe 80%. Does that sound about right, Penny? Yeah, 80%. Okay. Well, let's so, say 50% just right. to be conservative because you know where I'm going with this. Yes. I, I do, and I and totally we also taking it down this lane. And we also <laughs> mentioned, oh, one of those liquid containing things, also known as a tanker. And you got one of those hanging out there at Old Trip, right? Not yet. Not yet. And so, anybody out there listening who might happen to have a flatbed or a tanker just hanging out in your backyard, or for that matter, might know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody else who might have one hanging out in a backyard, please, please, please get hold of these folks. This, again, immediately elevates this course to the next level. One of the things that's always the biggest challenge in any business, and LCCC is a business, no disrespect meant to that, is the investment or the equipment investment has to come before you then start to plan everything else around it. So if that investment was to happen to drive into a parking lot one day um <laughs> relatively free or if not completely free of charge i don't think michael penny would be too upset not at all <laughs> okay I'm shaking my head no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but seriously folks the, there have to be there has to be equipment sitting out there which may or may not be being used it could be on a loan basis i'm sure that no, something no. you got to do like okay so it's got to be on a gift purchase or basis um but please Think about it. if you know somebody, if there's a company out there that has something that they would like to donate, I'm sure they will get as much recognition as uh, can possibly be managed by LCCC. Again, we've mentioned Wyoming Beverage many times this morning, deservedly so, for what they've done. We'd certainly uh, do our best to, to do that for anybody who would like to to, to help with these um, use. Is there anything else? I mentioned flatbeds which you're maybe on the way down the road for, but I mean, if there was an additional one, it probably wouldn't be the worst thing ever happened. It'd be nice to have something that was like a static display that wasn't yeah. hooked up to something that we could t continuously use while the trucks are out. Yeah, so it was particularly for the, I was thinking that for the load, 
Yes. And so that one wouldn't necessarily at that point have to be in the first, shall we say, the first flush of youth. Absolutely. (laughs) That's a good way of putting it. And additionally, if we look at like the belly dump, for instance, if we had the option to maybe have two, we could keep one loaded and one unloaded. And then during the course of training, we can hook the truck to the loaded one to give the student a real feel what it feels like to pull 80,000 pounds or 60,000 pounds down the road. And that was a big thing that every one of our drivers who's called in today has said. Make sure they get that. So... For the drivers out there listening, or the company executives are out there listening today, please consider reaching out to your friends, um, folks in this community, or outside the community, because what LCCC is doing is giving the ability for folks to come into this industry, which is going to help your industry tremendously, at a very, very encouraging price. Again, 3300 bucks. To get an instant trade is it's a me, career. It's a career for thirty three hundred bucks. Yeah. There is nothing else out there that I can think of, including what I do, that is going to be that easy. So, again, thanks for everything you're doing. I'm looking at the time because I need to fit a break in, and so what we'll do is we'll take a break and we'll be right back, and then we'll. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, while supplies last. Offer ends two twenty eight twenty one. Hi, this is Nick the Motor Guy from Cheyenne Motorsports, and I'm proud to announce our 2020 Kawasaki Ishiban Award. This puts us in the top 100 dealers nationwide. If you're in the market for a new ATV, side-by-side, motorcycle, or even a tractor, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports 2000 Westland Road for a great deal on a new CF Moto, Kawasaki, Royal Enfield, Suzuki, Yamaha, or Mahindra. Whether it's for work or play, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports, where we've been delivering fun to the region since 1960. While riding in my Cadillac What to my surprise A little Nash Rambler was following me About one-third my size The guy must have wanted to pass me out As he kept on tooting his horn I'll show him that a Cadillac Is not a car to scorn Nick the Motor Guy back here on CarGab, AM650 KGAB with Mike Geisler, Penny Fletcher, LCCC's new CDL program. I couldn't be more proud to have been able to spend a couple of hours with you folks. Uh, it's it's wonderful to hear what you're doing. Um, I'm, I'm ecstatic, quite honestly. Uh, and the, re- the reaction of listeners, I, I hope that makes you feel even more positive about what you're oh, doing. Really encouraged, yeah. Yes. Um, if you folks would like to call in, we've got five minutes or so left. I mean, not that we won't be able to fill it, but uh, 632 Again, um, equipment needs, obviously we talked about um, additional trailers. Is there anything else out there which if somebody was listening saying they would like to help, what else would 
could you need? I really got excited when we just this whole conversation turned uh, turned to the KGAV day. Yeah, I think this will be huge. We want to uh, open the doors to anybody out there in the trucking industry or not in the trucking industry who's uh, interested in maybe considering it. Mm-hmm. Just to stop by, we since this just got you know came to. <laughs> it was an idea today as we're speaking. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, we need to schedule that and get it cleared and set a room aside, and we'll give you ample time to. We'll post it on our web. Uh, well, we'll post and Facebook, and, and I'll do Facebook, and then I'll get the station management behind it. I'm sure that they will be more than happy to get behind yeah. this, um, and maybe we can get you on with uh, the the real morning show guy rather than the part-time Saturday guy um, but uh, Glenn Woods I, I'm sure I'll try and get hold of Glenn um, I think it would be just really amazing if we get those individuals that have a passion for this industry and we had a few of them call in today they, they're they not driving anymore but they have the love of the industry if we can if they want to step up and help us out volunteer or maybe there may be a part-time position we could maybe generate for them as the demand increases I think it would be amazing if we can put these and put these guys their knowledge into L Triple C. I, I want to surround myself with people that are much st- smarter than I am. So that's the, the, only, this. the only way to be. It's the only reason I've been successful. Yeah. <laughs> no, you couldn't be more right. So if um, if people want to get a hold of you, and I know we've given out the email a couple of times, but one of the things about marketing and advertising is you keep repeating it. Okay. So <laughs> let's get your email back out there. Okay. We have a hopefully a simple email. It's CDL at lccc.wy.edu. And that, they, that will come to you? Yeah, actually, um, it's a mailbox that have five or six of us have access mm-hmm. to. Great. And uh, we should be able to respond fairly quickly to you. And uh, I mean, then that could be for with questions, offers of any help, donations, anything like that, or just wanting more information. Uh, if I... If people are wanting to look at course availabilities or find out more about that, where would they do go for that? So there is a website, lccc.wy.edu, and this is listed under our workforce training. We also have a Facebook page. We also have a LinkedIn page. And all those, they can they can find, find the CDL information there. Yes. Again, first course is full, March 8th. Congratulations. Thank you. That's got to feel good. Uh, filling up quickly is the night course starting March 30th, but you may or may not still have a space or two available. At this time, I believe so, yes. Um, and um, we got Cheyenne Frontier Days coming up, so during that time frame, we're not going to be offering any courses, but of we course. kick it off right after that. So for night courses, we do have to take daylight savings time or daylight into consideration yep. because we don't want to drive when it's dark. Training and driving at night is not a good combination. So uh, we'll see how we can incorporate that. And I'm going to jump back way back to the simulator, and I got two minutes left. But one of the things that was a cool part of the simulator, and we have we just didn't get back to is the fact that when they're in the simulator you can throw all kinds of weather at them yes so the simulator has an environmental feature on there we can uh, make it snow very lightly heavily we can change it to hail we can change it to snow and blizzard conditions with snow on the ground we can introduce rain to make it really slick we can 
Maybe make it, make, even, make it dark and really windy. No, well, yeah, I was gonna say you wouldn't ever introduce wind in Cheyenne, would you? Uh, we we are, and I'll be honest with you, the, the, we have a request into the developer to increase the wind <laughs> on our on our uh, simulator because what they consider wind is just a breeze. It's for a us. breeze, yeah. right? <laughs> I, and we are right out of time. I did want to just add that again. Thank you for your time today. Is there anything else you, that I may have missed uh, in this? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for giving us the time this morning. And I do want to mention that our simulator is available for rental, separate from our instructional program. Okay. Um, so that would be another opportunity for those who already have their CDL or for companies who are looking for, you know, testing their students before they hire those kinds of things that is also an option for the simulator that's a great thing for a company because so often you get somebody sitting in front of you going they, they and you thought two hours was going to be impossible to fill didn't you well, i gotta do taxes now <laughs> <laughs> well everybody thank you for uh calling in today thank you for being part of cargab i hope these kind of shows are something's enjoyable as you know i've always tried to try to mix this up and one of the things that's so important with this is it, it kind of fits a lot of things that I believe in that's the support of the trades um, the community I, and Mike and Penny and I were talking offline what a fabulous fabulous community we have and I look at Mike and even with that 303 phone number Mike I know oh. you're <laughs> come on no, no I, labeling I couldn't I could, I could resist it <laughs> We appreciate you are what forgiven. <laughs> we so appreciate what you're doing. Thanks, folks. Thank you. And everybody, we will be back next week with another car gap. We're going to talk some cruise nights and some of the things that we may be changing with that next week on. We're one step closer to vaccinating the nation. I'm Pam Huso, Fox News. President Biden saying that hours after House Democrats approved a sweeping coronavirus relief bill. The president now calling for swift passage in the Senate. We have no time to waste. If we act now decisively, quickly and boldly, we can finally get ahead of this virus. We can finally get our economy moving again. Not one Republican in the House voted for the package and two Democrats joined the GOP. Senate Republican Mike Rounds tells Fox News he's also a no at this point. This is a $1.9 trillion increase in our national debt. Republicans had offered a reasonable expectation saying we've already got a trillion dollars, which has not been spent yet from our December proposal. The bill includes an increase to the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour, but rules in the Senate won't allow that increase to be considered. Republican politics are on display for a third day at CPAC. Among today's speakers at the conservative conference in Orlando, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. The big focus is on what's coming tomorrow. Former President Trump expected to address the CPAC crowd tomorrow afternoon. This is going to be his first formal address that he'll held since leaving the White House. He's done a few phone interviews, but this will be the first time we've really heard him speak at length. That's Fox's Mark Meredith at CPAC. Authorities in the nation's capital are said to be zeroing in on a suspect who may be linked to the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. The Associated Press says the FBI has obtained a video that appears to show someone spraying a chemical substance on the officer who later collapsed and died. It was initially believed that Sicknick was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the Capitol riot. America's listening to Fox News.
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. Stay on top of the latest news and information from Fox News. Listen and download the Fox News Hourly Update on your time. The trending stories you need anytime you want it. Listen and download now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Hope is not going to live side by side with anger and fear. It can't. There's a difference between conflict and contrast. I'm all for contrast. I love it. But conflict is debilitating for us individually and collectively as a country. And my hope is we require those who want to influence and persuade us to understand the difference between conflict and contrast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. The Fox News Rundown is a weekday morning podcast that dives deep into the major and controversial stories of the day. Hosted by the anchors of Fox News Radio. Subscribe now to hear a perspective of news you won't find anywhere else. Listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. The extreme weather that gripped parts of the South this winter may just be the tip of the iceberg. Calling the recent deadly winter storm that crippled Texas with power outages a wake-up call, President Biden's national climate advisor says we should expect more of the same nationwide. Gina McCarthy says the snow and ice that blanketed Texas and other states is not going to be as unusual as people had hoped, and that's because of climate change. In an interview with the AP, McCarthy said we need systems of energy that are reliable and resilient to face the extreme weather events that are sure to come. The mid-February storm knocked out the electric grid across most of the state. Millions were left without heat for days as water pipes froze and then flooded countless homes as they thawed out again. Dozens of storm-related deaths have been reported. Karen McHugh, Fox News. A water crisis has also been unfolding in the capital of Mississippi, where a hard freeze caused dozens of pipes to burst. Governor Tate Reeves, who called in the National Guard to help distribute water, has hinted that the state could take over Jackson's water system. Safe and sound in Los Angeles, two dogs that belong to a rock star. Lady Gaga's two French bulldogs were recovered unharmed late Friday by a woman not connected to the theft, according to the Los Angeles police. The woman brought Koji and Gustav to the police station around 6 p.m. Police say the two dogs were stolen after two black men jumped out of a white Nissan Altima and shot the dog walker Ryan Fisher. A third dog escaped and was returned home that night. Fisher, who was shot in the stomach, is expected to make a full recovery. Gaga is currently in Rome filming a movie. Authorities said the woman who dropped the dogs off appeared to be uninvolved and unassociated with the theft of the animals. It's not clear how she came up with the dogs. Fox's Michelle